0: This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number, 513-381-2666. Website, boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Let's meet.
1: Nice Hi, to meet Mel. you. Hey! let Hey, bruh. Hi.
0: Good good Hello. On the 18th episode hey. of Let's Meet, part three nice of three, nice Michael you. has a real good memory. Nice Megan eats That's a bowl me. of oatmeal. Michael and Tim continue to be so wrong. Hey. Megan thinks she knows less than the internet. We decide to save the world.
2: So my wife Gloria and I ran into you at Whole Foods one day.
1: I mean, you have a really good memory.
2: I do. It's great. Wow. I'm fantastic. <laughs> So we we talked in the parking lot, and then we were getting in the car to leave. And I turned to Gloria, and I was like, can you imagine between Megan and her husband, who your husband is super fit as well. I said, can you imagine not only how much money they have to spend on groceries, but how much they eat all (laughs) day and night. Because you it's when true. you are a competitive elite athlete yes which I you eat are, a lot
1: more than normal people What do you eat five six thousand calories a day? no 2500 that's it yeah. That's way less than I thought you would have to. Do you know what that that looks like? When you're eating real, whole food, that that is a lot of food. (laughs) It's so much
2: food. Gloria and I were talking about this one day, and she was like, you can eat a thousand calories of French fries, but try to do that with
0: apples, and you're going to eat sick.
1: It's so hard. That's crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. So So describe like one day of meals for you.
1: One day? Yeah. Let's um, start at 5 a.m. No. no.
0: <laughs> Let's break it down hour by hour. She wakes
2: up at 3. So. <laughs> First of
1: all. No, I, do, I actually don't wake up that early. Uh, we get up around 7, my son and I, and I make him breakfast. And I will eat some eggs, like one egg with some egg whites. And then I'll eat a bowl of oatmeal with some coconut oil in it. It's, uh, but again, when you're saying portions, so like a, a normal serving size of oatmeal is half a cup of dry oats. I'd do a whole, an entire cup. Yeah, it's that's a, a lot bi- of oatmeal. It's a big bowl of oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oatmeal. But that's a ton of protein and it's got
1: protein, fat, and carbs. I try to yeah. do protein, fat, and carbs at every meal. So I'll do like eggs and then the mm. oatmeal and then probably between. Breakfast, and when I train, I'll have a bar like a go macro bar or something. Mm -hmm. And then right before I train, I'll eat like some dates for some like pre workout carbs. Mm -hmm. And then right after I train, I have a post workout protein shake that also has carbs in it, like powdered carbs. Yeah, then I'll have lunch spinach with grilled chicken and vegetables man what else do i eat i'll have like a greek yogurt and then for dinner that's when i eat a ton um either sweet potatoes regular potatoes or rice with some kind of protein and then vegetables yeah it's more just the quantities like a normal person's salad for lunch would have like a handful of chicken and i have like
0: a, chick- a chicken 105 grams of chicken oh, chicken yeah
1: so it's more just like the quantities are larger at each meal yeah and then before bed i wouldn't tell anyone to do this but because i'm in the competitive season right now and need more carbs i eat cereal before i go to bed just Got because it. i need to get it in yeah that makes sense. <laughs> again like com- time for eating for like eating f- Eat the way I eat during the competitive season is not like healthy, and it wouldn't be a way I would tell anyone to normally eat. Like someone who who trains just like for health mm-hmm. would probably have more healthy fats and less carbs. Whereas I'm doing such intense training that I have a lot more carbs than yeah. than most people need.
2: So you're you're taking in 2,500 calories a day, roughly. Yeah, but you're probably expelling two, three thousand.
1: No. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I could figure it out because your
2: your body's burning calories. Oh, all yeah. the time, constantly. Yeah, Yours the hot. Is. Yeah. If you're if you're in an off season, you can go for a while and maintain your your. Leanness.
1: Yeah, I'm on. I would say 2,500 calories is maintenance for me. I weigh myself every day, mm-hmm. and I know like if I start to lose, then I bump up my food, and if I'm gaining, then I go back to like maintenance. Gotcha
2: yeah when you're in your off season as well when you're not competing do you do you do more cardio focused work or do you do more heavy weight?
1: yeah so off seasons more like strength training um lots of like heavy lifting and strict. Like, strict work and accessory movements and, like, sled drags and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then so you're trying to get, you know, stronger, work on whatever weaknesses you have. So
2: you're you're beefing up your calories then too, right?
1: No, not really because I'm strength training and it's heavy, but I'm not doing, like, hard. I don't want to call it cardio because it's right. not really cardio. But Well,
2: but are you, let me rephrase, are you taking in more protein during that time?
1: No, so in off season, it would be I say I eat more fat, less carbs, same protein. And okay. then in, in the season, it's less fat, more carbs, same protein. I do a gram per pound of body weight. I feel like I we, we've never been wronger. <laughs> like this. I've never heard no more in my life. do so mean this, <laughs> no. Than,
2: than, than, the year, than my first year of college when I tried to ask girls out on dates. No. no. <laughs> and every girl read I so, kiss dating goodbye. So you're going to go out? No. With no. no.
0: no. <laughs> Absolutely not.
2: You and that phrase too. You've never been more Absolutely. wrong.
1: No, I, did I say that? Oh God!
2: Rewind the tape, Tim.
1: So what I'm doing looks nothing like what most of my nutrition clients are doing. Right?
2: It wouldn't. No, because no they're just what they're doing is just trying. They're to trying
1: be to like you know be healthy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Would they be in like a? And, and I understand everybody is different, and everybody is different. Right.
1: Get Got it.
2: Wordplay. Ooh. When you tailor all those things to that person, are they still in that – like? are they in like a 1,500 to 2,000 calorie per day type thing? Or are you more focused on the quality of the food they're eating and not so much the caloric value?
1: It totally depends on the person. Okay. Um, I will come up with – I'll come up with what I think they – need to be having in my mind based on their weight their goals and their activity level. Mm-hmm. I have like, you know, formulas to to come up with estimates. And if there's someone who wants to count their calories and their macros, then we'll talk about that. But like a lot of people don't that's a source of stress and anxiety for them like it it turns into like a negative thing Uh so i'm not going to ask someone to count their calories then it's more food quality and i'm asking them to give me size proportions just so i can be doing the math on it and then we're paying attention to body composition changes through like pictures or something so gotcha. like me, I weigh myself every day. It doesn't bother me. I don't see it as a source of stress. It's just literally this objective marker on if I need to eat more or not.
2: Gotcha.
1: But if like, you, if it's making you cry every morning. I weigh you myself get on day. a scale. No, but there's some people who that's not healthy and I'm not gonna ask them to do that. Yeah. So maybe we'll like take pictures or something every two weeks and I'll use that as the guide and I'll use how are you feeling? How are you sleeping? What are your energy levels like? What do you feel like yeah. when you're exercising? And we'll go off of feel. Really, like, honestly, I don't think I know any more information than you guys could find on the internet. It's literally just being, like, a support system to someone. and. No. Well (laughs) He just wanted to say no I'm not saying you know it But I'm saying like I don't have any like Secret formulas I'm not like a rocket scientist You know If you Anything I know Someone could go out And learn For themselves Through a book Or the internet Or something It's literally just that People need someone To like support them And tell them they can do it And listen to them And make them realize That it's not this huge thing It's just like Little tiny steps Yeah I will
0: say what you're saying Seems very logical and common sense, but there's so much information out there on the internet. That's that true. Is, that, that is, is actually real. true. That's not true. That's very unhealthy. Um, and people get sucked into doing these things. You're that, correct. Like the 30. Yeah. Uh, for 30 or whatever that is. The ESPN series. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever Michael over here is doing.
1: I guess that's another issue. Yes, you're right. There's so much out there. And there's even stuff that I come across where I'm just like, these two things totally Don't contradict match. one another. And so that's when I feel like my experience, I've been around athletics and health and fitness my entire life. So a lot of it comes from experience. Like I've done everything under the sun. I've had a borderline eating disorder. I've done paleo. I've done the Whole30. I've done... Low fat, high carb. I've done high high carb, low fat.
2: Mm-hmm. You give dating goodbye. You Tuesdays <laughs> of morning. <tomorrow. laughs> Tried Tumblr. And no, and no, I'm just no. like in a
1: community where I can, you know, like I have a mentor who does this as well. So it's like if I ever have a client where I'm like stuck with them, then I have people who I can reach out to, or if there's something that I don't know, I'm gonna tell them. I don't know, and I'm gonna point you to somebody who does know.
2: Yeah, I take that. That's a life coach.
0: Try.
2: <laughs> I like it. Um, so, what do you what do you see in the future? Like, is there a point where you'll stop competing?
1: Gosh, at all?
2: I mean, I know you don't want to think about that, but you probably have. Oh yeah. But but you've already told us that there are divisions <laughs> past thirty five. Tim and I are. Um, so. I'm, I'm sure that you'll compete because that's just who you are. I don't know. But is there a point where you'll want to flip more focus on the coaching and less time for that and and training young people who are getting ready to do what you do now? I
1: don't know. When I was pregnant, I was like, am I going to be competitive after I have a baby? Like, I thought maybe I wouldn't be, but it didn't go away. I
2: did see video of you still doing your deadlifts. <laughs> And stuff with a, with a little baby inside. But so I, I, want, I, thought if I thought she's going to do that now, she's going to do this first. I thought maybe
1: I wouldn't. It would go away. I think it's just my nature.
2: Yeah. And there were a couple people who had a visceral reaction to it. People are... And you said <laughs> them straight. And you said, I chilling. can do what I want. That's true. And now your baby is covered in scars. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Bam Bam.
1: <laughs> um, No, I think I'll probably always be competitive. It might not be in CrossFit. CrossFit's it, as a sport crossfit is hard on your body yeah. it really is as as a form of health and wellness it's two totally different things okay. like the people who are coming to my gym for the class we're not doing anything to them that's degenerating discs or right. <laughs> like putting, them, like compressing in putting <laughs> them in pain or right you know right. we're you, you are literally t- functional fitness yes so their training and my training is much different so whether i find a new sport or something that's a little less hard on my body That's a big possibility because I want to, you know, be active until I'm really old.
2: Yeah. Would you go back to high school or even collegiate coaching?
1: Yeah, I would like to get back to coaching. I kind of only stopped coaching because I coached so much in the evenings at my gym and then I had a baby. So that's definitely something I would like to get back into. Yeah. For sure. I like working with high school age yeah. women.
2: Teaching them the ways and how yeah. what not to do. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're still, I mean, being 31, you're young enough that you can still relate to. Yeah, them. I do. World.
1: We, had, we so. I had a good relationship with all the girls I coach because I thought, I think they thought I was young enough that they could, you know.
2: You, I mean, you, you were, were like 24. <laughs> I was.
1: I yeah. was really young. Yeah. yeah. So I think they, they could confide in me much easier than, you know, a 45-year-old guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That makes sense. In short shorts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long socks.
1: But no, I think I'll be competitive and coaching in some capacity probably for the rest of my life. A lot of people who do competitive CrossFit, they see it as like, oh I only I can only be like invested in one. If, right. I, if I can't put everything towards my training I can't be the best athlete that I can be and if I'm not just a coach I can't be the best coach I can be and I just don't agree with that
2: yeah we'll be winding down here pretty okay. soon because you have stuff to do I'm sure I gotta, you're go. a mom. I gotta go see what
1: the workout is I know it's only Good 30 minutes away. We, we, we know, surprise. It's, we know it's, what it 37
2: is 37 minutes away okay yeah. um, it's, this workout's called chip <laughs> and it's you have to build uh, an addition onto your house it's based on chip just games got it yeah <laughs> Um, where do you where do you see CrossFit going? Because you, you talked a little bit about like the people who um, like what some would consider it a cult. Um, they're really they're way way into it, um, and I kind of see some of that um, some of that steam kind of coming off a little bit. Not, maybe it's because everybody made a big deal about crossfitters always tell you they're crossfitters. Right. Uh, right. Um, and I don't hear that as much now. Do you think that the the sport is starting to level out a little bit? Or where do you see if it is? If so, um, where do you see it? Or if, even if not, where do you see it in the next 10 years?
1: Um, that's a good question. It's actually... As far as like participants in the CrossFit open, it just keeps getting bigger. And I yeah. know like the amount of gyms keep growing. What I think is dying off is so each, you know, every business is different. Yeah. Every coffee shop's different. The kind of coffee they serve is different. And that's the same for CrossFit gyms.
0: Now
2: you're talking my language. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think the gyms that aren't offering intelligent, programming that are keeping their members healthy, safe. I don't want to like put down CrossFit, but some gyms out there don't do a good job of programming for their clients. They try to get... They don't engage them. No, it's more that they try to get their clients who just want to be healthy to do the competitive Mm. type of CrossFit, and people get injured, Mm -hmm. and they get burnt out, and that's not... It's sustainable. It's just like eating. It's not sustainable. So I think as the sport evolves, there will be less of those gyms because they're not going to be successful. And there's going to be more gyms who are offering a more intelligent, personalized experience that focuses on keeping people healthy. Yeah. And, and I don't see it dying down because I feel like this. I mean, I know our obesity rates at like an all time high, mm-hmm. but I f- still feel like health and fitness is still increasing in popularity. Because people are realizing self-care is really important. Yeah. I live and work in a downtown kind of area.
0: I see a lot fewer obese people. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people running and I see a lot of people.
1: I do too. I yeah. nev- I don't see that either. And I wonder if it's just I a community where- that I'm in.
0: I'm always looking around going, we're, I know that we're a very obese nation, but I'm not seeing it as much as I used to. I agree to. with you. Is there yeah. a shift or or is it just where we're living? I agree. So I don't know.
2: I th- I'll be honest with you. I mean, you may know this too from living in the South. Even though we're totally not different. like way far up North, my father still likes to call me a Yankee, which is <laughs> ridiculous. I'm like, I'm only mm-hmm. six hours away. Um... But there is a big difference between huge difference. the South. There's a difference between a Southern person's body and a quote-unquote soft Midwestern body. <laughs> a soft Midwestern body can still plow a field. Like It's still a strong, sturdy body. Um, it might not be in the best physical shape, but it still is a functional working body. So there's, there's even a difference in that if you want to get down to the minutiae of it of, that I've seen. I spend my time in that world, too, where I don't see obese people. When
1: I go back home... Yeah, we see it. Well, when I go Airport. out to
2: some of the suburbs, like that's where you really see it too. Now that you bring that up, one of the places that you'll really see this at is lower income and food desert type places, right? Could you see CrossFit making investments into communities like that? Because there there is a problem there. There's a need for learning how to take care of your bodies. Conversely, though, CrossFit is not for people who don't have money for lack of a better term cuz it's not a cheap
1: it's not
2: experience um so do you You're would right. you ever see and and of course you don't want to bastardize what crossfit does and what it provides for people but do you ever see a point where the unaffordable can be attainable by those who are quote unquote less than
1: i don't know if it's an issue of being more affordable as Getting people to shift, like, what their priorities are. Like, people don't have any problem making gotcha. a $500 car payment and they use their car, you know, they use their car every day. Agree, so, if people yeah. like valued their body and their health as much as their car, mm-hmm. like, a $100 gym membership, is it really that expensive when you're going there every single day right. and it's like keeping you healthy? Yeah.
2: And it's different because it's not self-guided. You have someone there right. who's helping you and teaching you, and you're always doing something different. Yeah. It's always a new experience. Yeah. So I would say- I get
1: that to somebody who has like a budget that doesn't allow for exercise in their budget. I, I 100% understand how you can be right. like, I can't afford that. But then when you like look at what they pay for, I mean, people pay over $100 for their cell phone bill. And it's just for like, sure. what's that doing for you? Right. Like, you have a $100 car payment. Like- yeah i can't
0: hundred dollar car payment
1: that well sounds, no over <laughs> uh, over a
0: 100 hundred dollar. so it's like i i understand
1: how you feel that way but then i can flip it and just be like it's really not it's an investment in your right. life
0: yeah is it really well, that it's expensive also the, it's also the food too i mean i was just
1: gonna say I mean, the shift needs to be on nutrition yeah and
0: then like first and foremost, I think if they could do urban gardens and that kind of thing, and you know, or just gardens, because a lot of this is suburbs we're talking about. You know, that like being a farmer, that's pretty much CrossFit as far as I yeah, know. that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's we, true? It's, pretty it's pretty hard. hard if we just brought that back as a an actual employment. If the government <laughs> would allow us, <laughs> well, let's get on the government talk.
1: If it were up to me, I would try to come up with some sort of educational program for like high school to college age kids because they're old enough to understand, but they're young enough that they're still impressionable. Whereas when you're going into, you're trying to talk to someone who's been doing the same thing for 30, 40, 50 years. Sure. It's hard to change. It's hard to change. And if you want like a national level of change, you have to, I feel like you have to start with younger people Mm -hmm. so that it becomes their normal not to say that anybody that's older, set in their ways, is like lost. It's just right. more difficult. Well, we're talking about changing the world. Right yeah, we're now. talking we're about not, changing the world. We're not talking about just individuals. <laughs> yes, we're talking. Yes, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're counting
0: macros. We are over generalizing. <laughs> yes, way over. <laughs> so, yes, agreed.
2: Megan, thank you very much for being another fantastic guest. Thanks for having not me. Not going to say you're the best. That's fine. Not going to say you're the worst. Okay, great. I think we can I'll all take agree it. That I think you were here today. You were mediocre at best.
1: I'll decide <laughs> if you're the best or worst after I look uh, at the picture of this girl you said I look like. Fine. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't care. You'll but be we, gone about <laughs> it. We usually do a game. At, at, well, we haven't done this in a while, actually. But we used to do a mm-hmm. game at the end where you know we would either do pop culture or trivia or something like that. Uh-huh. Today, because of Michael's hat being worn backwards and because you are the fitness guru that you are, um, I think just a good old, good old-fashioned arm wrestling match – would be great. He's gonna
2: kill material. me. That's absolutely unequivocally not true. <laughs>
1: you will destroy me. But the only, the but, but only the
2: advantage I have, I have is the over the top backwards hat. Uh, just like a switch. It's you ever see that movie?
1: No. It's
2: easily one of the worst movies ever <laughs> this, made, starring we, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, uh We somehow quote it like every week. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I think it's uh, hilarious.
1: It's I Life think worse. this is the time. I think I mean, How much do you weigh? Just <sighs> Oh my gosh, just say it. Two fifteen. That's uh, he has a lot more force to not not on a table this big you will destroy me
2: that's an, i'll i'll take that as a i'm all for and i'm all for women's you. rights but there's
1: no you're i'm not gonna, not gonna beat gonna you in an arm wrestling match i
2: appreciate what you're saying right now it makes me no. good it almost makes up for the comment about being me me being dead weight to you there you go seven years ago <laughs> Um, so with that, Michael wins. With that, by
0: default, I'll take that <laughs> as a win. Chalk it up. I just yeah. also wanted to say that we have the same hairstyle, which is pretty. We cool. do the top
1: knot. Well, <laughs> yours is like a medium knot. Yeah, yeah so
0: it's better. You need to put it on top. If of your you started head. a band, it would be called the Messy Buns. <laughs> the
2: messy Buns, and I love it because <laughs> it makes me want a cinnamon bun. Time for a <laughs> sugar, sugar break. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us again. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm speaking for Tim right now.
0: Oh, I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, all four of you. Thank you for listening. Megan, you are great. Thank you. You're the best. Thanks. Um, It was fun. You really are a person that I really admire. Thank you. Not just because of what you do and what we talked about, but because you're able to do these things while being a mother, while being super busy, while taking care of your friends and your family. I know that they mean a lot to you as well because... (laughs) I've seen your Instagram posts, and you are—I mean—at at the at the risk of sounding like a giant ball of cheese, which <laughs> I'm not even interested in anymore—you are you are literally making a difference in people's lives. Thank you, and I that, that is understated what you're doing. Thank so, you,
1: thank you. I appreciate that.
2: You're welcome. If people want to follow you on a social media platform or a website experience, where would they go?
1: On Instagram, mm-hmm. it's just my name. Megan McCauley.
2: Easy. I Easy think. to find.
1: Oh my <laughs> god. Like, oh, no, no. Now you I have to look know it up. No, oh, no,
2: it's easy to just I'm going to have
1: a new website. Hopefully my new website will be up by the time this podcast comes out. Well,
2: what's it going to be? We'll we'll see.
1: Okay, I am in between two names and I can't decide. Oh no. What, so design, I can't. Tell- Let us
0: decide? She was between three names. We'll put it to a a, th- a three-person vote. We're marketing geniuses.
1: The Momentum Lab. Mm, okay. Or maybe just Momentum Lab. That's one.
0: Okay, are are these are these available? <laughs> yeah. Okay
1: in some yes, capacity. Stupid. Yes, they're available. <laughs> so that was the choice that my company that's helping me brand wants to go with mm-hmm. and I like it. My idea I wanted state of flow because flow is like when everything in your life is, you know, working together and you're like in zone like killing it but they're like it's too it does have a lot of other weird things we're not going leave i it know, know. we're not going with that one but i want to it sounds like a... i get it i know <laughs> maybe
2: incorporate that phrase into your mission statement Probably. I think that that's the best of both. Yeah. It's, I personally like Movement it's gonna, lab. I think no, Momentum Lab. No momentum. It's I, gonna I be like momentum. momentum.
1: It's lab gonna be Momentum Lab. It's
2: gonna be Momentum
0: Lab. It was not Momentum Lab. Yeah, it sounds like a, a weird breed of dog. <laughs> Momentum Lab? Yeah, it's like a Greyhound. Mommy, lab can we mix. get a momentum no. lab? Laugh? <laughs> it's really fast.
1: Yes, we can't. Okay, maybe I'll just scrap all of it and go back to the drawing board. <laughs> and that's what she did. The, the drawing, drawing board. That sounds great. The drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> it's that hard to come healthy. up with a name that is unique and catchy and encompasses exercise and nutrition. And is not being used. And by is not a being used. Exactly. A, a it's hard. <laughs> Or a product by,
2: by <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I like Momentum Lab. Okay. I think it sounds nice, it's okay. succinct.
0: Megan's company is now called Noble Strength and Nutrition.
2: Or just look her up. Just find her. Damn it. Just look for her. Just try. <laughs> just try it. Anyway, uh, we will see you guys next time when we will have another guest that will be better or worse than Megan. <laughs> So thanks for joining <laughs> us. I love you, Tim. Love you, Michael. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. How long was that? Uh, about a minute. Oh, wait, that's an hour. <laughs> an hour 16 years. Hour 20. 16 years old. Oh. 20, it was 16 months. or sixteen. Years. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. This concludes our interview with Megan. Next week, Michael and I will try to know more and be right at least twice. For more information... Please visit our website at let's meetpodcast.com hey, nice and meet please you. subscribe. Hello. Nice to meet you. Let's be hello. Bonjour.
1: Let's be hey, what you doing. Hey, hello. <laughs>